0: The sunshine Patriot in a crisis, shrinks from the service of their country. Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your current position
1: on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path.
0: No drugs, no women. Unless, of course, you're married. No guns, no foul
1: language, no
0: red meat. Land of the free.
1: Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. And this is Tia. So this is a special late episode. We kind of overslept a little bit, but, eh, uh, fuck it. So anyhow, uh, let's talk about what's in the news. Crazy shit that's gonna scare the fuck out of you. So, uh, yo... Know, all of our podcasts are explicit. Let's put it extra explicit, but not for cussing, but for uh, fear factor. what's coming. Yeah, the the fear factor. Do Can not let your coming? children listen to this episode. It will cause anxiety. If I want to make a comment before we get into
0: it, you do understand that fear keeps you alive. Cowardice is what kills you. Fear is the mind killer. What I mean by that is a healthy, a healthy amount of fear will will keep you acting cautious and and doing
1: what's right. You're talking about biblical fear. It's yep. the uh, reverence and respect of a certain situation, not the mind numbing fear that society is talking about. They're talking that that is the mind killer. Yeah. All right. So let's. Start. This is going to get that way. Yeah. Let's start in Canada first. Did you write any of this in your in your book? I'm not telling you anymore. (laughs) All
0: right, let's get started.
1: All right, so let's start in Canada. Canada has had a truckload of firearms come up missing. 8,000 firearms. There's an RCPM uh, retired uh, who has evidence uh, directly linking those being put around the convoy to sabotage the movement. Because what happened was, and you're going to love this one, Justin Trudeau enacts the Emergency Powers Act. Basically martial law. They've already started implementing the plan. And then yesterday, the... I hope I'm not screwing up the dates. Yesterday, Sahir and the Canadian government disagreed with them only 14 voted on the side of trudeau the rest of them voted against it and the reason that they voted against it was because they could not justify this being a uh violent protest it has been peaceful the people of ottawa have said that the crime statistics have gone down demonstrably since the convoy arrived in town they're keeping it clean they are being respectful they are not causing any trouble. And now 8,000 guns go missing. If I was a betting man, I would uh bet that to get those emergency powers. Because I don't think that people understand that they're not going to give up their power. You know, we talked about, on the last episode, we talked about the boa constrictor uh, or the rat. I think it's boa constrictor now. After seeing what they're doing, they're, they're promising. Missing. They're they're promising some, and then they're going to find another way to wrap it up. If you cannot prove that the freedom convoy is violent, then create violent false flag events to make the people turn against the convoy. That does two things. One, it allows. Prime Minister Trudeau to sit here and enact his martial law, which means all the truckers lose their insurances, they lose their license, they lose their livelihoods, they lose their kids, they lose everything. Right? But what it also does is it puts the trucker convoy in a negative image and circumvents the stopping point. It's fucking brilliant. It stops the American one from moving before it ever fucking started. Right yeah, now, man. everybody's raw, 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 go Canada, stand up for freedoms and get rid of these mandates. But the moment that it gets violent, the cowards that were cowards before will be cowards again. They're not what going to stand with freedom.
0: What was that statement that I always managed to butcher? They came for the Gabe, and I said nothing. Because I was Is not a was homosexual. Because I was not a homosexual. They came really? for
1: the gypsies and I did not speak up because I was not. A gypsy. When they came for the Jews, I did not speak up because I was not a Jew. And when they came for me, there was no one left to speak up.
0: That's what's happening. And, and, and you're right. It's fucking brilliant. I don't think Trudeau smart enough to pull it off. I think there's something else there, but it's brilliant. If you can paint them in that light and you can convince just enough people to turn the tide against them, you will silence any, any it, future
1: protests. It will allow... That's what they did with January 6th. Mm -hmm. They took a very small minority of people and painted everybody who stood on that and sit here and they, they crushed the fighting Patriots supposedly in the United States. If they do it with the trucker convoy, not only will they crush it in Canada and allow them to implement their ultimate goal, which is total control. They'll also shut down the one in the United States because the United States government go see just like January 6th they're already co- making those comparisons as a matter of fact over the weekend one of the newscasters compared said that Joe Rogan was responsible for January 6th his rhetoric was re- was responsible just let that sink in they'll shut it down
0: when liberty becomes treason,
1: and I will be a rebel. We were born of men who would not be cowed.
0: I, I saw something just as a and as a side here. I saw something, it says you realize that the the, the United States revolted over a less than three percent
1: tax increase on tea. There's more to it than that. That's a little overly simplistic. If anything, it wasn't the it wasn't the T tax, it was the Stamp Act.
0: Well, yeah, but you get what I'm saying. It was little things here and there. It's like we would have stood up. It, it, I saw the perfect meme. It's George Washington. Well, George Washington's face, but he's sitting there dressed up like a operator. Yeah, like an operator. And he goes, Back in my day, we would already been stacking bodies. What are you doing? Yeah. And I hate to say it, but that's what we've reached. They have decided to play to anybody who disagrees, anybody who has a dissenting opinion. This is not the America that we grew up in. This is not the America that I loved. You can't disagree. You cannot have a dissenting opinion. You cannot spread what they call misinformation, even though we've been proven right time and time again.
1: Speaking of misinformation, that leads us to our second story. Our second story is that the Department of Homeland Security has started to blame those who spread COVID information with an increase of violence around the country. That because of the misinformation which has been proven to be right, you are creating terrorists. So therefore, you are domestic terrorists, but not just any domestic terrorist. You're a planner, which I guess that puts us on an extra list that... uh, (laughs) How many lists do you reckon we're on now? Uh, A lot. Fair enough. And if they listen to our podcast, even Even more. Even (laughs) more. And
0: it's terrifying because you realize that it's not just... If you read through that... I know you did, Odin. But if the rest of you, if you read through their description of what is now considered domestic terrorism, it's everything. If you have a dissenting opinion, if you don't vote just right, if you have a problem with them teaching your children racism... If you have a problem with them teaching your children sexual orientation at age four, it doesn't matter. If you if you disagree, then you are a terrorist, which, if, you know, it sounds funny because we like to say that the, the word terrorist, like racism, has lost its power. But think of how insidious that is. A terrorist doesn't have
1: rights. So the DHS, the Daily Caller called out the Department of Homeland Security. Because the DHS says that COVID misinformation is inspiring terrorism, but it won't provide any evidence. Just let that sink in. Without evidence. They're branding anybody who disagrees with the narrative. A narrative, by the way, which on Super Bowl Sunday, every person in every elite sit here and laughed at you and mocked you. Do you know who wore masks during... The, the workers, the those workers in the sidelines and the children, the, the and children, the children the from the L.A. Youth Choir. Yeah, those people were forced to wear masks because it was part of the policy. Every audience member, according to the Super Bowl's own records, uh, should have been masked, but they weren't. They don't care. So either call COVID over, 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 but they're not going to. There's another pandemic coming, and I'll tell you what it is here in a second. But they sit here, and they are going to sit here and scare you to get you to back down. The trucker convoy scares the bejesus out of them. If they can't sit here and get it to go south and get popular opinion turned against it, they understand. Look at all those. They're up to 30 Democrats who are in office who have resigned, that they're not going to run for their same position.
0: I never expected this to happen. I want to say something about that. I never expected this to happen in real life, but I got accosted at the gas station. Right? Okay. Little old lady. She goes, you know, if you would just comply, we would probably get over this sooner. If you would just wear a mask, if you would just get vaccinated, we would get over this COVID. And I looked at her like right, dead in the eye. And I was like, I can't believe I'm going to say this in real life, but it's a, it, a, it, it because is because you complied, you complied
1: that, we're that it still will never advanced. go away. Yeah.
0: I didn't think I'd ever be put in a position. I'm in Kentucky. We're a red fucking
1: state. All right. Let's see. What else do we got? We got... Fear is a useful motivator. Well, okay. Let's go. Let's go talk to this. You heard that uh, it was either Pfizer or Moderna came out with a uh, a vaccine a new one for HIV for HIV. Oh, you mean because they caused it? Wait, wait, hold on. And Reaper, I brought this up to Reaper. I said, you're going to hear mysteriously. We know how AIDS transmits, but mysteriously, you're going to hear that AIDS transmit through the air.
0: It's the only
1: way that they can cover up what's going to happen. The number of deaths. The number of people who all of a sudden catch AIDS and don't know where they got it from. They're going to convince you that it's airborne. And you have to take this vaccine. Because it's fatal.
0: Then I will die free.
1: Yeah. I don't like the term, but I'm going to use it for this one. Pure blood. You will not taint my blood with a chemical that has mRNA in it. If it means that I have to grow my own food, lose my house, lose everything, I will do it. I am not getting that vaccine.
0: This nation was built by men, like you said earlier, that would not be cowed. It was built by men who stood by principle, not because they thought they could win, but because it was right.
1: But I told him, I said, keep listening. If if the other stories that we talk about don't come to fruition and they manage to hold it together by their fucking bloody fingernails, <laughs> this will be the next pandemic. Is that all of a sudden HIV now trans... or AIDS now transmit through... It's been aerosoled somehow. And they'll probably blame Russia because they want to go to a war with Russia. Which brings us to our next topic. Yeah. The
0: before I say before we do that let me talk about the AIDS for a second. Didn't they debunk that and they they want everybody to be segregated from fucking water fountains if
1: they had AIDS because Yeah, that was oh, Fauci back in the 80s. Yes. Yeah, and
0: and they, they debunked that and found out it's, it's transmitted one of what? You two sec- two ways, it's uh-
1: bodily fluids. And blood transfusion, yep, you know, dirty needles, stuff like that.
0: Uh, but going back to the Russians,
1: well, I haven't told them about the Russians yet. So
0: really need to go for it.
1: Russia has started pulling back troops from the border. Want to know why that's funny? Because we're sending more troops over there. Yes. From North Carolina, Camp Lejeune, I think, they're sending 1,300 troops. But wait, there's more. Trudeau, who is complaining that they don't have the budget to sit here and take care of their homeless or their uh, military veterans, just sent $600 million to Ukraine.
0: At what point are you all going to wake up and realize that the government you have does not give a damn about you? If they did, they'd be taking care of things at home instead of taking care of everyone else but you. hmm Do you remember that... Do you remember that speech I wrote? Yes. A government that has grown fat on the blood of its own people bloated beyond all recognition simply based on greed. Yep. So, here we, are, here we are in an economy that's fucking dying and we're shipping money out
1: to our enemies. So, Russia fucking trolled the United States and NATO, put all of their troops up there. You moved all of those resources and all the money into that country. And then he's like, nah, never mind. He played you. Or they're still going to attack. I think they're still going to. I think. And Putin knew it and pulled his people back to avoid that whole false flag scenario so that they could be justified in attacking Russia.
0: I don't think it matters.
1: I don't either. The yeah. The governments that are participating in Ukraine are losing their COVID narrative. They're losing their power. People are rising up. People are resisting. They're not sticking with the plan anymore of the elites and the New World Order. They're deciding that they're going to fight for freedom. They're going to stand up. I watched the greatest video ever in New Zealand where they were beating and arresting protesters. They isolated one, a group of other protesters got together and they did a whole rugby. You know, how they tie Scrimmage. each other up with the arms and Scrimmage. stuff and surrounded that dude so that the cops couldn't get to him. It was fucking beautiful. Fuck yeah.
0: But when the Kiwis are leading a charge on freedom and most of our people sit back and just watch or root it on, America is dead.
1: In terms of a beacon of freedom? Freedom.
0: America is dead. No, the America that we knew, the America that we loved is dead. It has been. We're just fighting over the corpse.
1: Yeah. Well, I've told people that when it comes to prepping, you know, there there is a time to fight for your country. That time was was years ago. There was a time when you could have brought America back to its greatness. That was years ago. Now we're in a position where you must preserve that which you hold most dear. If you listen to me, audience members, there is bad shit coming, and our next couple stories is going to prove it to you. But understand if you're religious, you need to preserve those documents that you think are important. If you're a constitutionalist, you need to get those records and preserve them, bury them, waterproof them, bury them in your yard so that when the government finally comes to take your shit, you can tell America, you can tell the next generation and give them the tools to earn their freedom back since we let it die. We failed.
0: In some regards, I'm I'm just going to call it as it is. There are a lot of you that are not going to want to hear, but we failed. We fell asleep at the wheel. We got complacent and we allowed things to reach a point where there's only one way out.
1: Yeah, unfortunately.
0: I know there's a lot of people saying that we need unity, we gotta stand together. No.
1: Here's why. Like I have I have this vision of a BLM and a KKK member coming together in a field of flowers and they hug each other and uh, and they they apologize for the wrong thinking but we're we live in a world where the authoritarian right those that are pushing for everything to go back to these super conservative principles and the left and their socialist principles are no longer a horseshoe but a circle they meet up at the top Just think about it. You do realize that the people on the right make fun of the people on the left for pronouns. But the right is just as guilty. As a matter of fact, they're more guilty because they're not doing, you know, she, he, him, her. No, no, no. Their pronouns are patriot, conservative, Republican. Those are your pronouns. That is how you wish to be identified. QAnon. All of these things you want to be identified by those. Those are your motherfucking pronouns, which means that you are touching the ideology of the left of the extreme. We have we have reached a point where it do,
0: the only difference between the right and the left at this particular point in time and their end goals is who you voted
1: for. Yeah, cuz if you look at it, fascism I'm going to give a definition because in Freya's lives, all the time, people sit here want to call Trump a fascist. You're not wrong. But let's talk about an actual recent definition of fascism. Ready? Okay. When a government tells a corporation what they should and should not do, who they should fire, who they should censor, that is the dictionary definition of fascism. When the government tells a corporation, to sit here and do something that is fascism. We're there. The Biden administration went and told Spotify that they should censor Joe Rogan for misinformation. Joe Rogan is not the pinnacle of knowledge. He's not the pinnacle of anything. You're jealous of his power. You're fearful of the message that he could get that maybe we can't get along. That he's willing to have a conversation with both sides. That he he just wants to know the truth, and he doesn't care who tells it. But even he's starting to see. Yeah,
0: they're coming after it. It doesn't matter. They and and what's funny is I must say this: y'all want to talk so bad about the left doing it, but our side is just as guilty, if not more so, of doing the same.
1: So. uh... I didn't want to bring this topic up, but I'm going to anyhow. Okay. So, so speaking of the the right eating itself, have you seen on TikTok, specifically on TikTok? Because, I mean, they eat each other all the time, but this one from TikTok, I find humorous. All right. It is about baby formula. Have you heard this one? What? Hold on. Uh, a couple of conservative females made a video that they all duetted. I don't know who started it, right? but batty was in it, you know all of those you know they were all in it, right And they said that the price of the the price of formula has gone from twenty dollars a can to sixty dollars a can. Yes. and a can only lasts so much time so they're spending like 800 bucks a month on formula which is greater than they were spending before, right? And so they look in the camera and they say, so if you see a mother struggling with kids who sits here and lifts a couple of cans of formula and puts it in their bag, no, you didn't. They're justifying theft.
0: (laughs) Okay. Look, I'm the wrong person to talk to about that because I'm a marauder. You know this, but, (laughs) But, and why are you using formula? No I me, mean, let me no, i'm I'm just gonna say it. why are you using formula? And I'm gonna say this because I don't mean to be bad, but maybe if you all spent more time with your children, they were never meant to be raised on formula.
1: hard. Uh, uh, there are women who medically cannot produce enough. I'm going to give them credit. <laughs>
0: They're fine. I was going to
1: say, Mama Bear going to come after you. I'm just going to let you know.
0: No, I, and I get <laughs> that. I'm not saying all of them, but I'm sitting here going, there are other alternatives besides formula. Yeah, you can make your own. Hmm. It, they're fixating. They're hyper-fixating on things that don't fucking matter while the world burns down around their ears.
1: Well, so the debate is... Should we be compassionate and allow the stealing because the economy sucks? Or if we're going to be for right-wing capitalist viewpoints, then when it matters on matters of morality, right, that we need to be consistent across the board. Right? Tex, conservative Texan, made two videos, which I think are interesting and take a viewpoint that I did not think of like me and my wife had this debate because I wanted to see where she was. Right. She, uh, she likes the whole make your own formula thing. She also says that it should have been the people who saw the mother stealing the churches that know that this is going on. That should have reached out. That theft is never acceptable. Because there are always people who are willing to help. The most generous people on the planet are Americans. The uh, private citizen Americans. And she makes a valid point. Conservative Texan also made that point. But here's two points he made that I did not even factor into the equation. Ready? First one. The reason that prices increase according to him, and he went and talked to an insurance agent is because people are stealing them in the first place. Yep. That is why it increases. The other one is, is that women are breastfeeding or are, are formula feeding more than they are breastfeeding. And that causes an increase in demand. Besides, if you knew the chemicals that was in the actual breast, uh, the actual formula, you wouldn't want to give your kid that anyhow. I'm just saying
0: I hate to say it, but working in insurance like I do, Tex isn't wrong.
1: And you would be correct.
0: I hate to say this. You know, again. Now when it hits us, when when it's a shit hits the fan situation, it's survival. I will repatriate anything I need to. I don't I get care. it. I get it. But we're not in that situation. And I'm sitting here going, you know, if you okay, I'm not going to stop them from stealing, because that is not my place. But if you actually gave a flying fuck, maybe you would help out. Maybe you would purchase. Maybe you would find some way to buy in bulk. Maybe you would find some other way so they didn't have to steal. But instead, you want to make a goddamn fucking statement. You want to look good on camera doing it. So fuck off! Unless you have a
1: goddamn solution, keep your mouth fucking shut. I mean, there are the WIC program, right? They cover it. You know, you know all cars, of the welfare,
0: of and what's interesting is I was looking at some of the. Uh, it took me a second is you know my I fell asleep earlier, so my brain is still catching up on some things. I saw that I can still go down, and I'm in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. I can still go down and buy it for thirty bucks,
1: or you can change your brand.
0: Yeah, because, because I went you
1: know, and looked at. Okay, I know this isn't a popular opinion right they have my son when he was growing up needed something extra other than the formula he grew like a weed right the the,
0: grew He still growing
1: that's true but he when he was younger he had a stomach issue so he has this innate mental drive to eat he had something wrong with his stomach. So the first month and a half he of his life, he literally was starving slowly. So when they fixed it, right? I mean, he would eat every two hours and then he would puke it all back up. And it just, it was, the I can't remember what it was called, but he had it. and So for the first month and a half after that, he's never stopped eating. Food is his comfort thing, and it's because he b- developed that bond, you know, that, that link when he was an infant, right? So for my son, we went and got Nitto. Do you know what Nitto is? No. It is basically dehydrated milk with all of these vitamins and some sugar added to it, right, that comes from Mexico. Right, It's really, really sweet. And as a matter of fact, to this day, it is my preferred form of dehydrated milk. I mean, the stuff comes in these huge ass can't. No, it's sweet. Comes in this huge ass can for like 18 bucks. Or it was last time I bought it. But it was 18 bucks for this huge ass can. And I went, I am never buying formula again.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I just want to say this. That you mentioned changing brands. A lot of these people want to go out and get a Ferrari's worth of bullshit for the price of a Honda Accord. Sure. I'm not trying to be bad, but you go out that there are other options. There are... I see it, and it's this faux sense of outrage for something that doesn't matter. There, It's not like there's no other option. Gerber is not the only goddamn formula.
1: And Famille, all of those Walmart has a discount brand, which is still like 22 bucks.
0: But but let's focus on something because it's not fucking fair. We don't like this. The world is hard, and Americans are fucking soft. Fair. But- I have no sympathy. I agree with Tex on this. I agree that we're that allowing this kind of theft it has affected us in different areas of the insurance field it has skyrocketed some of the pricing because of fraud because of theft so yeah that 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 contributes to it but i'm still going to push that other point home you're not left with just one fucking
1: option or or there's plenty of charities that will help you as a matter of fact i i could almost guarantee you that there are people like me in every in every city that if you stood out there with your kids and you said hey i need some money to sit here and get a can of formula for my baby that i would buy you at least two fucking cans of baby formula for your baby cuz i'm not going to see somebody starve because that is how it works where did when did we get to the point where uh if the government can't get it for me The government was never supposed to pass out this fucking safety net to begin with. It was supposed to come from the charity of your own heart. It was supposed... Look, it's charity when a person does it. Or a church does it. Or a charity does it. It is theft when the government takes my money and then gives it to you. It's coercion.
0: It's bribery. You know what bothers me? What? I used to be like you. In some ways, I still am, but you—you you know me. You know my story. You understand why I'm a little hard, more, a little harder on this than than some people. There are options, and I'm no longer willing to help most people because I refuse to help those that will not help themselves. You can give a man a fish, and you'll feed him for what a day. Yeah. You can teach a man to fish, and he can feed him for a lifetime. Fair, Or you can give them a handout from the government And they will vote for that government For the rest of their life
1: Okay, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you What I do, I do Because I had an experience in my life That forever changed me And will not allow me to walk away from somebody Someday I'll have to tell you the story Of my angel
0: Well, and before anybody else gets all antsy pantsy I was homeless for over a year I lived in my car for over a year Oh, no,
1: I wasn't doubting you.
0: No, 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 I'm not, not you. I'm I'm talking to any of these fucks I hear that want to get smart. Oh. Yeah, so tears not in the mood to fuck around with anybody today. So uh, I apologize, but I hope you brought a condom because I don't really give a goddamn about your fucking feelings. Reality
1: is reality. Fair. So and when we that, talk about the last story, they will understand why we've gotten to that point where it's time. Uh, yo, black flags are waving and... You know, past the ammunition type of (laughs) Yeah. All right, so shall we cover that one? Yeah, let's rock and roll. All right. To the people in our audience, have you ever heard of of a term called lawfare? It's warfare using the law. Prior to 1861, right, you know, the Civil War, there was a man... And I can't remember his name right now. It just left. Anyhow, he is the father of the Civil War. And it was 11 years before. Huh? Nothing. It was 11 years before the Civil War actually started. And he warned that a Civil War would only happen if the corruption went all the way to the top. Let that sink in. That as long as the government held together, the people may quarrel and they may argue and they may fight. But the moment the, the corruption reaches the very tippity top, civil war is inevitable. There is no turning back. There is no reconciling. There is no unity. There will be a civil war when people are so diametrically opposed. Okay, how best to do this. Conservatives who listen to this podcast... Imagine how much you hate Biden. That is how much the left hates Trump. The liberals that listen to this, however much you hate Trump, that is how the other side hates Biden. Let that sink in. Those divides, that is the level of division that we're at. And now it's reached the upper echelons. We are in the final moments of the United States as we knew it. At whatever form that you think America was, great oppressor, liberator, home of the free, land of the brave, that type of thing, you are in the final moments, the death throes of this nation. When you sit here and you realize that you have a former president or a former presidential candidate found not guilty, but evidence now that points that she sit here and did spy on Donald Trump. In his servers and hired a tech company to break into White House servers. Trump's reaction to this is she needs to be hung for treason. It's not technically treason, but whatever. It's right? also
0: not technically wrong either.
1: That she should be hung. And when you have senators in power right now who agree with him you have reached the upper echelons. When you realize that the Democrats are trying to make it so that Madison Cawthorn, however you feel about him, Ted Cruz, people who sit here don't go along with the January 6th narrative, that they want to remove them from the ballots, making them inel- they want to make them ineligible to vote, which means they are to be voted for, which means they'll remove them from the ballots. I don't care how much you love Trump. If he's not on the ballot in all 50 states, he's not winning. He has to be there. Do you understand where we're at? It only takes one. We are at the precedent, precipice of a civil war simply because, well, not simply. There's a whole lot that goes into it. But we're on the precipice, and it's only going to take one match. Is it going to be 2022, the election of 2022, when Madison Cawthorn, who sits here and goes, hey, I won the election, guys, and he goes and he walks into the halls of Congress, and the halls of Congress won't let him in because, nope, you were ineligible. Now you have the entire state that voted for him that's now pissed off because he won by 70%. So even if you take him off of the ballot, people can still write him in. And they say, "Nope, you're ineligible for Congress according to our uh, Amendment Fourteenth uh, Amendment uh, Section 3.
0: Do you ever heard of the of the you know, YouTube channel Cyanide and Happiness? Uh, no. They have a cutesy little song that says, uh, "I step, uh, I step right up to the edge. Another step, and I'll be. Uh, another step, and I'll be over." I don't remember how it goes, but I'll be gone, gone, gone. So we are. It's like we've we've literally reached up. We have towed the line so far that if someone so much as farts.
1: Yeah. We are we are at the point. And and if you think that all of this stuff with uh Durham is going to make it go away, no, it's not. It's going to, to, to make it worse. It. It's gonna take those tensions. And I'm not saying that it shouldn't happen. It should happen. It should have happened months and months and months ago.
0: But they held off because this is why they held off. they They wanted it to be fanned. They wanted to reach that point where they are justified in finally turning America into a totalitarian regime.
1: I don't think that that's Durham's plan. I think Durham um, Durham is he needs to get his ducks like he understood what happened to Ken Starr during the Clinton years. He understood what happened and the smearing of Bill Barr. He's a prosecutor. It's his job to prosecute. So he needed to make sure he dotted his I's and crossed his T's like he was supposed to. Like it should have been done. Unfortunately.
0: (laughs) Like how far are we going to let the Clintons get away with it? I mean, we're going to get Clinton for having said this, but.
1: Oh, no, I'm going to get Clinton right now. Ready? Ready? Here's how this is going to work. Ready? Have you ever heard of the book? primary colors. Have you ever seen the movie Primary Colors? No, I have not. If you've seen the movie or read the book Primary Colors, I'll give you a quick rundown. It is a book in which uh it is a book in which somebody anonymously wrote the story of Bill and Hillary in the White House and how dastardly and evil they really were. Right? <laughs>
0: Sorry, I snorted because the two
1: colorblind guys are talking about primary colors. Fair. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's the book. So, anyhow, so so if you had read that book, and it probably came out before you were not born, but aware of the political stage, right? When it came out, nobody could figure out who wrote it, right? But it was so dead on accurate. So that when I heard the story that Hillary committed Crimes that were worse than Watergate in terms of how much she had got, you know, the tech group to go in through this thing. Right. To me, that was just the end stage conclusion of the book primary Colors. And on the other side, you've got dipshit Joe, Mr. Potato head president. Who's literally following the playbook for wag the fucking dog yeah shits and giggles yeah no those two movies go watch them those two movies explain exactly what's wrong with the dnc right now
0: hold on if we're talking about movies that people need to watch you you mind fucked me the other day and i'm not even gonna lie i had to go back and watch demolition man followed by idiocracy
1: that is the natural progression nobody can convince me otherwise that it's not i can't
0: convince you otherwise i wanted to disagree so bad but I got it. there, I watched, I was like, oh my god. And here we are at the beginning of fucking Demolition Man.
1: Yeah, remember that in 2040 or 2030 is the huge accident or whatever, that mm-hmm. global catastrophe.
0: It's just, it, it, I want people to understand that as much as we're joking, i trying to make light of this a little bit. I'm trying to add a little levity to a very dark situation, but it doesn't matter. There's a lot of people on our side that are calling for it and going, yes, this is going to be great, but these are the fucks that have never seen what war does. They've never been in an actual fight. They've never seen that in war there is no winner. But on the same side, you've got the left doing the same thing, and they've got no idea. They think it's going to be some glorious, epic fantasy battle from one of the goddamn animes. It's not. It's going to be bloody. It's going to be cruel. It's going to be family against family. Brother against sister, friends against friends. It's not. And all it's going to take is one spark. Is it going to be them charging Hillary Clinton with sedition and treason? Is it going to be Madison Cawthorn not being able to be, you know, or somebody like him not being on the ballot simply because they disagree with the January 6th narrative? Or is it going to be somebody like you and me that wants to just defend their home? And I'd like to remind everybody out there that when I made that video, I gotta give Pops credit for the for showing me the quote. But the most terrifying men are those who wanted to be left alone. Fair. And that's what America was built on. They were men that wanted to be left alone to do their own thing, what they thought
1: was right. So in addition to in addition to the DHS and all of the media companies calling for our heads to silence us to Eliminate our voice. TikTok has also changed their terms of service. Between now and 2022, I mean the election of 2022, expect voices that you love to hear disappear. The messages will still go out. If it means I have to start a fucking OnlyFans, I will. I'm not dancing. No, no, no. I'm going to read survival books. On OnlyFans. So that people can get the information that they need. So that our message can go out. I may start an OnlyFans. I would do Patreon, but Patreon has screwed me before during the great adpocalypse before. So I don't know how I feel about that. (laughs) Rumble is good for now. Gab is good you know, for like your Twitter posts and information on how to communicate, but there will come a time when they shut off your phones. Where, because you don't buy into the system, because you're on a list, and I use quotes on the list, right? Because it's anybody that they deem not following the message at this point. I told you that it's not mainstream media anymore. It's now the MDM media. Miss dis and mal information
0: ladies and gentlemen if I could add just one thing I know it's funny coming from the one who rants and raves and acts like a raging asshole all the time but I want you to know something you need to verify information you need to diversify where you get your information from because if you're just sitting there watching even Fox you're being lied to
1: Yeah, there are very few news sources All right, here's my general rule of thumb when I sit here and I look for information that I think could be dangerous or that needs to be out. I will find at least three sources. One on my side, one on the left side, and one neutral. The problem is, is that those neutral sources are starting to dry up because now, like, Did you ever think that you would live in a world that Joe Rogan and Tim Pool would be viewed as far right? Holy shit! No, that
0: God, I don't want to think about that. Next, that is where we're at. I know, and it's so fucking.
1: When did Tim Pool far right? He has changed his stances on like one thing, maybe a couple. But the big one was gun rights. He went from nope to yes, and all it took was 2020. Yeah. So ladies and gentlemen,
0: please, please, if you haven't already, and I hope you would have if you've been listening to us at all, please start preparing now.
1: Buy your food, buy your ammunition, make a plan, get your ways of communication lined up so that if you lose us here, you can find us somewhere else. So you the people in your bug out group so that you can communicate, establish your codes, do all of these things, find ways to reach out. If it's fucking beepers and and shit, do that. If it's ham radios, do that. Learn skills. You've had two years where they wanted you to stay in your fucking house. What skills did you learn?
0: How to talk shit on the internet. What skills did you learn? Oh, you actually asking
1: me? No, uh, the audience.
0: Uh, I was going to say, is that a rhetorical question? Because I have a whole... (laughs) I could show you a whole stack of books that I've been doing. Everything from woodworking to survival to electronics to making different things back and forth, different medications. I'm still no good at the medications and plants that, that, that fucks with me a little bit, but what most people learned how to do is to uh, get their whole sense of being of, of, of self wrapped up in artificial numbers.
1: They convinced you that your social life was more important than your real life. And you spent two years while you could have been prepping, and gardening, and raising chickens, and canning. And they convinced you to join the metaverse. We're going to make Pornhub free. All of these things to distract you. They convinced you to abandon reality.
0: They convinced you to become so wrapped up in the legend that you have built in your online fantasy that you have no way to return to reality because you cannot
1: differentiate between the two. There was a Roman, there was a Roman senator that said that if you give them games and bread, you can effectively enslave an entire population. They will not revolt if they have entertainment and food. Give them Pornhub and food stamps. Next video. Yeah. Here. Here's Pornhub. Here's the metaverse. Here's, here's the Super Bowl.
0: I don't want to talk about the Super Bowl. That angers me because I saw part of that show because it got, I got sent to me.
1: You, you mean the parts where terrifyingly
0: they're finally similar to a Nazi march?
1: I was going to say, you mean when they were marching in step, the goose step or they when were the whole salute. they had the detention centers and they had the isolation camps and all of that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that wasn't weird at all. No, not at all.
0: So just keep your mind open, people. Start prepping now. It's better late than never, but at this particular point, you, you need to understand where your blood rock is now, because we're crossing that line.
1: Yes. Alright. Well, I think that's it for this one. Do you got any any hopeful words? <sighs> I know it's going to be
0: rough. I know it's going to be dark. If you think it's bad now, it's going to get even scarier. But I want you to remember the words of Winston Churchill. That no matter what happens, we will show future generations that this, that these right here were our finest hours. That we stood as men of principle regardless of the outcome. I don't have hope. I don't have any hope or bright light to give you. But what I do have is a promise. If you give up now, there will never be freedom in this world. If you fight now, there will at least be a chance of freedom in the future.
1: What was it that that speech that we listened to by Steve Dace? You lose hundred of 100% of the fights that you don't throw a punch. So let's throw a punch or two. See what happens. What's the worst going to happen? We're already going to lose if we sit on our ass. If it's we wait for some up. mystical plan. Sit here. Let's take some fucking swings. Take it's one nice. or two of them out with us. At any say well, you're going to struggle to get power back. But
0: when you get that power back, you better damn well use it.
1: Hell yeah. Because it's now, not our lives that matter. Now it's my turn for words of hope. I know, I'm the doomsayer. Everybody's like, oh, you're a fucking jinx. What do you say that's going to make us feel good? Ready? you got more hope than I do. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> yeah. Here it is. They're going to try to tell you that you're alone. They're going to try to tell you that your mindset is wrong. That you are thinking wrong. That you are selfish. They're trying to make your self-preservation seem selfish. They're going to try to isolate you. Make you think of yourself as a freak. But there are so many more of us than there are of them. Stand strong. You are not alone. I don't guarantee you victory. But I guarantee you a worthy fight. I guarantee you that if you stand now, your children and your children's children will remember the day when you can sit here and look at them and go, this is what I did during our country's darkest hour. And if you don't think it is, it's coming. It's coming quickly. Don't let them convince you that you're ineffectual. Don't let them convince you that you don't matter or that you're alone. Don't let them do it. Don't let them shoot on you. You're not alone. There are millions of us willing to stand for freedom. We're not a fringe minority, Trudeau. <clears throat> we stand together for freedom and liberty, right or left. But we stand for freedom and liberty. Throw right, throw left out the window. Throw Republican, throw Democrat out the window. It is freedom. Versus fascism and authoritarianism that comes from both sides. Stand for freedom, my friends. And with that, I'm Odin. This is Tyr. And we will see you on another episode of Winter's Call. The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, keeper of the Bifrost.